Hey there, I'm Ashley and I'm a proud mama of two beautiful kiddos, a wife, a health and wellness coach, and a middle and high school shop teacher. Hi, I'm Roberta, mama, wife, educator. I'm an entrepreneur and homeschool mom navigating the work, family, social life balance. Together, we will discuss various topics near and dear to our hearts for teachers and mamas, like routines, health, habits, self-care, and so, so much more. Living a healthy lifestyle is for everyone from young children to adults. Health, wellness, and emotional and social well-being starts at home and should be expanded upon in the classroom. Everyone can benefit from the Teacher Mamas podcast. So if you're ready to learn some helpful tips, let's do this thing. Hello, everybody. Today's episode is very special. This is also a solo episode uh, with me, Roberta. And we're going to talk all about birthdays. Ashley and I both have a lot of family birthdays um, coming up and and, um, have just had some birthdays. So, um, and my own birthday is included in that. Um, in fact, when this episode airs, uh, my birthday will be the next Sunday. So um, we thought it would be fun to take some time to talk about the ways that we've celebrated birthdays with our own kids, with students, and then ourselves as adults. Uh, but before we go into that, I'm going to spend just a quick minute saying what I'm grateful for. So let's see. This week... I am grateful that it's starting to warm up. Um, A lot of times my birthday week is like (laughs) below 30 with a wind chill of even colder. And that makes it hard to celebrate out and be outside. And I love to be outside. So I'm really grateful that it looks like it'll be in the 20s. I'd even be good with the teen digits. So I'm pretty grateful for that, that it's looking like I will not have a birthday with below zero temps. All right, so let's talk about birthdays. Ashley and I have been talking a lot about birthdays and, um, you know, because we have a lot of birthdays right around right now. So it's it's a topic that we talk about, but so I'm gonna go through kind of each kind of age category. So starting at infant and toddlers, I think, for me anyway, well, I go overboard. I'll be real honest. I go a little bit overboard on infant and toddler birthdays. I'm like that first, second, and third birthday. I go a little overboard, but really it's not so much for the kid, which might sound really bad, but the picture, the party is in the pictures that we take. It's, it's really for me. I mean, the pictures will be really fun to look at with, with my kids when they're older, but the day itself is really a celebration for me and it makes me feel so happy because really we made it through that first, second and third year. That's huge. I am celebrating it. Uh, You know, we got through that first challenging year with little sleep and a lot of spit up and constant diaper changes. And I definitely want to celebrate that year one mark. And those birthdays kind of act like a turning point. Like 
I can sit back and I can be grateful for that infant year. I can be grateful for the snuggles and, and seeing all of those changes month to month and sometimes week to week. But I can look forward to that next stage of development that's around the corner. And I found this to be really true with Xander's recent birthday. He turned three. And I was just so excited that the end of the terrible twos was in sight. And I know, you know, think of that what you may, but of course they didn't just disappear overnight, but we're about a month now into being a three-nager and it's different. It's, I think, better than, than the terrible twos because I can understand him better. His speech has developed so he can communicate better. And so there's not as many you know, frustrating moments between us. Those terrible twos and tantrums aren't as much because we can understand each other better. And that's one of the beautiful things about these developmental stages and how kids change. And, and I really celebrated that at the third birthday, like, okay, we've made it to three. I know we're closer to getting to this next developmental stage where communication's easier. So we celebrated. <laughs> and I had a lot of fun. I think he had fun. But um, so really for me, and I'd love to hear from, from the rest of you moms, how you feel about birthdays for your you know one, two, three-year-old birthdays. But for me, it's really a celebration um, for the parents just as much as it is for the kid. You know, we get to celebrate our sweet baby and see all the smiles and giggles that we hope that they will have on their special day. But we also get to celebrate making it. And, and being excited for that next stage. And of course, it doesn't always go as planned. Like his third birthday, you know, I wanted really nice pictures and um, I wanted pictures of him and with me. And I got this nice little background that said um, wild and three. I mean, we went all in. And I, I think we managed, um, Ashley was able to get him to smile. And I think we managed to get one good picture of him and I. But the rest are him just pretty much flat out refusing to smile, flat out refusing to look at the camera because he was too busy, you know? And, and I guess that's a good thing. He was excited to have his friends over. He was excited to be dressed up. He had a cute little vest on and I'll have to post a picture with the episode. It was just, he was super cute and he was having a lot of fun and he did not want to stop for pictures. So, you know, maybe that didn't go as I planned, but that's okay. So it's kind of like, those are the first, first couple of years. And then um, we're also experiencing birthdays for our younger, you know, our, our younger elementary age kids. Um, and we've done a couple of different things. I mean, uh, like I said in the intro, Ashley's kids have birthdays right soon. Um, my kids, Xander's was in December, Izzy's is in March, um, and Izzy's is between Ashley's two kids' birthdays. So what we've done in the past, which has been so fun, um, our kids went to the same daycare. That's how we met. And so for a couple of years, we would have some joint birthday parties um, with the daycare families. And so uh, they would come over. We'd have a really nice meal together. I mean, pizza, veggies, cake. And 
but we got to enjoy each other's company and it was such a wonderful night each time the kids would play together and the adults would get to chat and share the fun stories that we would get from our kids, you know, that they would tell um, about each other. You know, we'd get to fun, find out some fun stuff and our daycare lady would come and it was just a really fun, relaxed evening. And each time we made it very clear that the birthday party was intended to be fun. Like we would have cake, we would have food, uh, we would sing happy birthday, but the expectation was not to bring gifts, that the gift was being together, that we all got to be together and share the experience. Um, and that just, that went so well. Um, but then of course last year, um, a big party just wasn't in the cards. So instead the girls had a sleepover and, I'm, and I can't remember for sure if Colton, Ashley's son was involved in that or not. I just don't remember. Um, but I know the girls had a sleepover and kind of just, you know, sing each other happy birthday and stuff like that. So that's kind of how we've celebrated birthdays together, which, and with friends so far. For family, it's slightly different. And I can't speak to Ash for Ashley's family, but for us, when we've celebrated Izzy's birthday with family, uh, I let her choose the theme. I just, I love a good theme. I love planning around a theme. I just love the way a theme can look when it's executed. I have so much fun planning it. And um, Izzy has a lot of fun planning it too. Like she'll talk about it all year, planning what her theme will be. Um, and to be honest, the past few years have been either mermaid themed or, and or, I think last year was mermaid and unicorn. Um, but so the past couple of years have either been mermaid and or unicorn themed. Um, but we also had like a Paw Patrol and Minnie Mouse and Sophia the First, I think, oh, and Rainbow. There was a rainbow theme one year. So it's just always so fun. Um, so before recording this podcast, I had a conversation with Izzy and we've been talking, she's been asking me a lot about my birthday. You know, what do I want for my birthday? What do I want to do? And she's kind of at that age where it's just a big deal. And she wants to help make my, my day really special, which is super sweet. So I wanted to know, okay, well, Izzy, what, what have you decided for your theme for your birthday this year? And without hesitation, she goes, unicorn, rainbow unicorn. And then tells me she wants a rainbow cake. So that's fun. I have to figure that out. But she loves to bake. She loves watching baking shows. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make her research that and come up with how to make her own birthday cake. I think that'll be a fun um, experiment and educational all around, right? She's reading the recipe, doing the math to figure out the recipe, and, um, the research to figure out how to make, you know, the science behind how to make it a rainbow. We may have to practice. So keep you updated if we decide to go that route. But um, I think it's just so fun for me to celebrate my kids' birthdays. And so then in shifting gears a little bit, like into the classroom, I think, you know, traditionally when I was growing up and sometimes in my own teaching career, when it was a kid's birthday, like in elementary um, parents would have, would bring in something, some sort of treat to share. Um, 
and I don't know how this is like nationally, I'd love to hear from other parents and teachers about this, but at least in my own experience, this seems to happen less and less often, um, which I don't necessarily think is a bad thing. It just is. But I'd love to hear if that was just, you know, my experience or um, if it's still pretty common in other places that parents will send some sort of treat for their kid's birthday to share. But um, what I would do, because it was more rare to have a treat um, sent on a kid's birthday, we would do, we would celebrate birthdays in a different way. Um, we would sing a song, uh, depending. I did have some kids where it's like, they're kind of more like me and they're like, no, 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 no attention. Like, please don't sing me a song. I don't want that. Um, and I respect that and their decisions. So sometimes we'd sing a song if they liked it, but I always asked because being super self-conscious about that myself, um, I was really in tune to that. So I always asked, do you want us to sing to you? And then I had a couple different song options. It wasn't just the traditional happy birthday. Um, and then the bigger thing that I did that the kids loved, I mean, the song is a song and it takes a second to recognize their birthday if that's what they want. But what they really all seemed to love was I would find reasons either the day before or the morning of their birthday to get them out of the classroom. You know, maybe sending them to the office to bring a note down or um, pretending a different teacher needed one of my, you know, teacher books or something and sending them to the teacher, finding a way to get them out of the room. Yeah, just finding ways to get them out of the room. And I had a poster ready that had happy birthday with their name on it. And then each kid in the classroom and sometimes other teachers that were involved with that student would come in and um, kind of like, like a yearbook you could think of, like they would write a little message. Um, and of course, when I would do this in kindergarten, it was a lot of pictures, which is fine and was, was equally as enjoyable. The kids loved it. Um, and we would decorate and color the poster and then we'd hang it up in the doorway. Um, not sure if that was like super fire code safe, because we would hang it in the door and everyone would kind of have to duck to get into their room. Um, but no one ever told me it wasn't okay. So we kept doing it and the kids loved it. Um, but it also wasn't super distracting that then no one could pay attention the rest of the day. So it was, it was, and then of course we would take the poster down at the end of the day and fold it up really carefully. And that kid um, that had the birthday would get to take it home and share it you know, at home or hang it up in their own bedroom. I know some of the kids told me they, they hung it up in their room. So that's pretty special and a nice little memento. So that's something I would do. I know there are some teachers that have like a little birthday drawer or something that have like happy birthday pencils or uh, something little that when it's their birthday, they get to go pick a little birthday present. Um, that's not something I did, but I know there are a lot of people that would do that too. So I know there are lots of other ways to celebrate birthdays for young kids. And I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear about it. Um, I've heard from a few uh, listeners and followers on social media, Instagram and Facebook, that they had different traditions themselves as kids and cake 
cake kind of revolves around a lot of a lot of traditions, but love to hear from from you and maybe um, your your comment could be highlighted on a future episode. Okay, so I mentioned earlier that my own birthday is coming up soon. Um, and this one's not as easy for me. I don't have like I don't have a tradition that I'm set in my ways for, for a couple of reasons. It used to be, we would all, um, my family, my parents, grandparents, we would go eat out um, and have a meal together. But then I have this three-year-old that doesn't sit still. And for a lot of you parents, I think you can understand where I'm coming from that right now in this season of my life, going out to eat at a restaurant is more stressful than enjoyable. We also have a lot of food allergies. My three-year-old has food allergies. I have food allergies. And so, you know, being concerned about cross-contamination and making sure, looking at ingredients and everything, like, yes, there are ways that I could go about this, like ahead of time to pre-check everything and make sure that everything is safe. Um, that's a lot of work. <laughs> and I'm not just, I'm just not sure I want to pull that work in for my birthday to go eat out somewhere. So I think I'm starting to, to change that, at least in this season. I'd much rather have a, a family meal at one of our houses and enjoy our company together, but also be at home so that the kids don't have to sit at the table the whole time. They can go off and play and the adults can still have meaningful conversation. So that might be, you know, something we move into uh, as a tradition, like just having our own meal at the house. And then that way I can be more in control of like the food. So I don't have to worry about food allergies and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I, I, I told you earlier that I'm really grateful that it's supposed to be, I say warm, which is funny to anyone who doesn't live in this type of weather in Minnesota, but it looks like it's supposed to be 20 degrees on my birthday, 20 above zero. That's huge. I could look back if I wanted to, but I don't want to because my memory is enough. There were more birthdays than not where it was below zero. And so I remember planning birthdays as a kid that we were going to go ice skating. We had an outdoor rink four blocks away from my house. We were going to go ice skating and play hockey, you know, me and five of my best friends. And then it coming to the day and it was so cold that, you know, the, the, advisory was, hey, if you're outside for five minutes, you could get frostbite. So that derailed that plan. You know, it's also when, when I can't go hiking then, you know, if there, if there've been, there have been years where there have been blizzards on my birthday and no one's going anywhere. This is something I've thought about and I'd love to hear other people weigh in. But one thing I've thought about with birthdays, especially for my own, since it's a winter birthday and the things that I love to do, the things that bring me joy, um, revolve around being outside. And it just turns out this time of year is not 
the best time for that. So something I thought about for years, and at first it was a joke, I'll be honest. At first it was a joke, and then it started to be a real consideration was, well, what if I celebrate my birthday on my half birthday instead? It would be in the summer. It wouldn't be an issue to like be outside, go to a park, go hiking, and do the things that I love to do because it would be in the summer and in like a better time. I've also found like uh, another year, I remember I had a birthday party planned. It was going to be at our brand new house. This is when I was a kid. And um, I think I had like 10 kids invited and they had all RSVP'd that they were coming. And I was really excited about that. And we get closer and closer to the day. And like the day before, five of the kids were sick. And of course, we're all in the same school. We're all whatever. So, you know, if if a bug is going around, of course, we're all going to end up catching it. But um, I ended up going from 10 kids coming to two. And if I remember correctly, it was a sleepover. Um, And I remember it was either that night or the next morning I got sick myself. So it was like, seems to be recurring that it's just, it's a time when there's lots of illnesses going around, especially in, in kids. And so things get canceled, which I've come to terms with. That's fine. But maybe it would be more fun to celebrate in the summer. You know, it's all about what brings us joy and happiness. And maybe that would bring me joy and happiness. So do any of you celebrate your half birthday as an adult? Like, or maybe even like I've like me, like if you have a winter birthday, have you ever considered like just celebrating your birthday at a different time? I know I've also been super tempted to just not celebrate my birthday at all. But as a parent, it's I know it's not as big of a deal to me to celebrate my birthday as it is my kids. Like I have so much fun planning their birthdays, watching them on their birthdays seeing them open their gifts that I've really carefully planned. That's so much fun for me. But also, especially this year, I've come to realize that that same joy that I feel at planning the gift, at planning the day, planning fun things for my kids, it's also important to my daughter. She has not stopped asking me since Xander's birthday in December. She knew mine was next. She's been asking me ever since, what do you want to do? What can I do that's special? What do you, what can I get you for your birthday? What can I make you for your birthday? You know, what do you want to eat on your birthday? And really trying to make it special. And she's, I mean, been writing lists and she'll take what I say and go talk to her dad and And it's a big deal. And I realized this brings her joy too. So I don't want to dismiss it because that would rob other people of the joy that I experience when I celebrate other people's birthdays. But then also I think about, you know, as an adult, yes, I don't feel like it's as big of a deal anymore. However, is that what I want to teach my kids that as we grow older, 
that our importance diminishes or that our joy or our ability to have fun for a day isn't as important as it is for them. Like, I'm not sure that that's the message that I want to be teaching them. But, you know, I want them to continue to value their, and look forward to celebrating their birthdays because I still want to celebrate them with them when they're 30 and 40 and for as long as I'm on this earth with them. I still want them to value that. So it's just the soul my thinking, right? And I think some of you can relate to me that as we grow older, the less we want to grow older when we're kids, we just can't wait for that next birthday. We can't wait for that next milestone and kind of wish the years, the, the years away. And then at a certain point, we get to an age and realize, we want the clock to stop. We want it to slow down. We want to stop aging. And that's something that I've um, the past couple of years really wrestled with. And this song keeps playing through my head over and over and over again, especially you know, anytime that I get a little bit anxious about getting older or um, feeling my immortality or my mortality, excuse me, my lack of immortality. <laughs> um, the song goes through my head. And on my birthday, the past two years, it came out, uh, the song came out in 2019. So in 2020 and 2021, I played this song on repeat throughout the day <laughs> on my birthday. Um, the song One Last Day by Rob Thomas. Maybe you know it. I'll post um, a link to it, the YouTube uh, song in the show notes, but uh, the, the lyric that just repeats through my head, kind of like a mantra, is I'm not afraid of getting older. I'm one less day from dying young. I'm not afraid of getting older. I'm one less day from dying young. Saying this over and over again calms my nerves about aging as rational or irrational as they may seem but it's helpful for me so that I can enjoy the day since especially, you know, my family and my kids, they want to make it special. They want to enjoy their time with me. And as awkward as that may make me feel because I really don't like getting attention. I think I mentioned that earlier. I do enjoy spending time with my family and, and I know from my side, how much I enjoy, you know, lavishing upon them on their birthdays. So I need to be okay with them doing the same on my birthday. So I kind of rambled on a lot there, but just a simple thing like a birthday. And there are so many traditions. There are so many different ways that we can celebrate birthdays. And then of course there are people that don't celebrate birthdays at all. And, and that's okay too. For me, birthdays are important and and I'm still searching to find that perfect doesn't exist, right? But, but the best tradition um, for me as an adult for birthdays, like what would that tradition look like? What would make me happy? And, and I think a lot of adults struggle with that. But I also struggle with the fact that I am an adult. Like when did that happen, you guys? I, I don't know. It's weird. So, uh, 
if you had any aha moments or you agreed with anything I said today, or if you have any traditions you'd like to share with us, I would so, so love to hear from you. You can take a screenshot of the episode and post it on Instagram or Facebook. You know, that little 15 second nugget that really spoke to you. Um, or you can send us a message and let us know what your traditions are. Seriously, would love to know. I'm super interested. So I'm going to end this episode by saying I am so, so grateful for you, our listeners, and I can't wait to talk with you again next week. We want to thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to us chat about healthy family living. We would love to hear your thoughts or any ideas you have for future episodes. So feel free to message us at the teacher mamas podcast at gmail.com or the teacher mamas podcast on Instagram. It would also mean so much to us if you would leave a quick rating or review on whatever platform you're listening from. If something really stood out to you today, don't forget to share it with someone else in your life that might need to hear it too. Spread the word. Please don't forget to share with your online community and tag us. For more positivity and inspiration on how we navigate life and the things we do on a daily basis to stay sane in the crazy, don't forget to go follow each of us on Instagram. Check the show notes for our handles.